<laughs> Buckle in, bitches. <laughs> Previously on the lineage of Moonreach, Gorble and Invisible Willem and myself were talking with Ura and um, the Gold Dragon. Meanwhile, Tomar was off uh, getting Lance, and we all made our way through the Dragon Door, thanks to Lance. And then we ended up finding this platform, climbing it on up. And then, turned out, we ended up in a really, like, terrible fight, and Lance got lanced. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hello! A weekly actual play Dungeons & Dragons 5e podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table of the internet, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Tomas, I play Tomar. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorbel. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure, and we are on episode 98. Oh! I'm so close. <laughs> Two more, and we get uh, that free burrito at Chipotle. 98 was a good year. <laughs> I know, I, liked it. I thought about it, too. I it was think okay. I remember it some. BSB was at their prime. They had that war with NSYNC. <laughs> yeah, that was good times. Year before the Matrix came out and changed everyone's minds forever. The ramen noodle hair. <laughs> ramen noodle Lethal hair. Weapon Four. Cambrian ramen noodle hair. Ooh. We were in a different time. Ooh, that's a. Low I think point. that was the year that I got this vest that had. It was like a performance vest, and it had like a lot of zippers and and not Michaela, very functional pockets. I don't want to uh, disturb you, but you're not wearing a vest. I that that's. I was like, I thought you were saying this vest, as in like the one that I'm wearing currently, and I'm like. You don't have one. <laughs> no, by this. Yeah, vest, I got it I now. Mean, like you kept like, going with the, the vest. <laughs> there was the a weird vest. pause. This one vest. There was, yeah, there was the a one weird that I lull. loved more than any other vest. I want to invest. Yeah, there was, in there was a vest. weird lull in the sentence that made it seem like you were <laughs> addressing the vest that you were currently wearing, which you are not. So you don't know. Confusion. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What it is could it? Be a bottom vest, <laughs> finger vest. Those are called pants. <laughs> Like a little no, vest that goes on your finger. They're open fronts. <laughs> that's, that's your girlfriend. <laughs> My kid. For convenience. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could wear a vest by like just putting your legs in each of the holes and pulling them on up. It wouldn't really look good, but it would cover everything. <laughs> I mean, we that. don't know. Like shit, but I mean, you know, every fashion trend has been a daring <laughs> you attempt. Could, so you say you're wearing a vest then. And yeah, that's that's about that. Well, bye, guys. <laughs> bye. <laughs> This was informative. <laughs> yeah, I think I dyed my hair then. Well, I didn't dye it. My mom highlighted it because I was a big deal then. You know, the very blonde streaks. You were really young. I was extremely young, and I'm pretty sure it made my hair blonde forever because my hair was brown before that. <laughs> so, what a good parent. We're having our son being watched by her right now. <laughs> She's just highlighting Giving his hair. Giving him like, brown streaks, turning his hair brown. Do you think when your mom highlighted your hair when you were six, that was the start of you becoming the choir rebel? <laughs> yes. Rebel Seven, scum. Billy. I was seven. 
Jeez. Old enough to drive. <laughs> Old enough <laughs> to drive. Yes. A power wheels. <laughs> oh, uh, happy Independence Day, folks. Yeah, we're recording Yay. on Independence Day. It won't matter by the happy time you America. hear this, but America. Yeah. Which is where we currently are. Forever. In America. Yeah, we can't leave now. we won't be able to leave. Thanks, <laughs> Chalk and Milk Fam in the sequel. <laughs> 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 Tried to go to Mexico, threw me over the wall. <laughs> they had to drive to the three mile stretch to throw me over. They hucked you over, huh? Yep, hucked me over like a sack of corn. <laughs> Why do the picture of you being thrown over just seems so funny, like like a bean bag? I just picture like your arms flapping like the corners of a bean. Bag I like would. the idea of me being thrown off screen and then me <laughs> tumbling into shot. <laughs> 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 They're rude over there. <laughs> I basically imagined you as Jazzy Jeff from the Fresh Prince. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Uh, so let's uh, start. Let's go towards the uh, the campfire, guys. Let's. There's some warm light uh, in being emitted from over there. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Let's. Move on to the around the campfire question. Hee-haw! Hee-haw! Someone get that donkey out of here. There's an ass in my fire. <laughs> uh, for tonight's around the campfire question, I'm going to ask you guys what your favorite current possession is. Mm. So take a moment to think about it. Do you want to know this so you can sacrifice it? Or so we have to sacrifice it. <laughs> Don't ask me for my methods. Mm. <laughs> Let's start with Gorble. I thought he said position. <laughs> Doggy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I always ride a horse. I'm definitely going to have to say my speed sandals. Because. I mean, I'm already very fast, but... They have just boosted my speed, and it's come in handy a lot. Very nice. Pinwin, <clears throat> favorite current possession? Well, Sky Voice, I have a trifecta of answers. Is that allowed? Uh, no, just one's fine. Oh, no. But I have one for the past, one for the present, one for the future. Do the present. No. <laughs> As the question was current possession. <sighs> Not in the future. And not in the past, although I'm not sure how have you it, would know what your future <laughs> possession would be. I was just going to say that, like, it's, what? <laughs> just do present, please, Pidwin. But it, it's so hard because it's a tie between the three, but if, if you think I really... I really want you to answer this because I'm curious <laughs> as to what the future possession is. So the past possession? <laughs> um, my dad gave me... He didn't leave a lot, but what he did leave was really amazing. I have his goggles, and I guess four, because his paintbrush is really awesome, too. And present... That would be current as well. Yeah. Because you currently still have those. I do. All of these I still have. It's just the use of them. Well, or I guess when I got them. No, What's I don't happening? know. In the present one, um, my oath bow, which I use very often... You also got that in the past. I technically got all of these in the past, Homer. I'm not sure how <laughs> you got in my hole. <laughs> in the in the floor, you know? 
I thought I that was see secret. myself out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go through that hole. I need to use it again. It's going to be too obvious. <laughs> what hole are we talking about? <laughs> All right, Penguin. Um, and future. Yeah, and um, for future, the um, I, I guess it, I don't know if it counts as a physical possession, but it's Ela's voice. I'm going to be using that. I think that's going to be very important at some point in the future. Unless you die. Oh no! <laughs> Tomar, what's your no. favorite possession? Uh, the long beard. It came at a very crucial moment and has served me well so far. And it looks badass. And I can huck it at people. <laughs> and I appreciate that. <laughs> and Willem. Definitely going to have to go with the slippers of spider climbing. Mm. Uh, those have helped me out immensely in being able to maneuver about and uh, really like dusting high up places. Uh, hard, the hard to reach places like the tops of your fans, you know, or like cathedral ceilings. Uh, I just feel a lot more useful, and I think I think it it it, uh, it improved my quality of life. Willem, after all this is done, you could start a cleaning service. Man, my chandelier is nasty. <laughs> I've got just the thing, sir. Allow me. <laughs> you just shoot him and take his money. <laughs> This is mine now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and mine. Whoa. Have you ever that Sorry. Go on. You you give us some good shoes. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought, Billy, that uh you could just wear the, the slippers, stand on the ceiling, shoot the ceiling with your web arrow, and then slide down like a spider? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creepy. That's hot. All right, y'all motherfuckers ready for a battle? No. Jeez, man. No. I don't... Uh, no. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm scared. Uh-uh. Well, get Ha-uh. ready, because that's what's about to happen. I hope you guys have your D&D Beyond accounts open and uh, <laughs> looking at your spells and shit. That's a good... What if we don't? Good warning. <laughs> Please don't. That's why he us. said as such. Um, <laughs> can you re-describe the last few moments of what happened? I will. So, as you guys may or may not recall, and for those of you listening at home, you entered this cavern-like place. It's a large cavernous room. It expands beyond this, but for the purposes of the battle, uh, those will be roughly where the walls are. There are pillars strategically placed throughout this cavern. In the center here is a large platform that is about 30 feet Uh, from the ground. In the center, a gem that has been glowing. Uh, Above, which would be very difficult to draw, just assume where you're looking from, (laughs) is a seal directly above this crystal. A likely excuse. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you guys, uh, on Lance's prompting, went up to the seal to try to stop it because he indicated that this battle cannot end as long as that seal is active. Well, only and some of them went up, right? Yes. It was Pinwin and... Uh, Gorble? And Lance. Oh, was it you, Willem? Sorry, I'm trying was, to remember who exactly. I was up there. Okay. Um, and uh, then Lance was fired upon, 
and from the magic of the gem, and he fell apparently to his death on the ground, roughly in this area. Um, and so a lot on the platform are uh, are an array of those hooded figures, and just as things were uh, coming to a close, a large dome had appeared around the area, encompassing roughly this entire space, and you guys watched as, after a few moments, it moved forward, and there were some bones on the ground that immediately disintegrated. Like so Lance is, anxious. No. Lance is in the area <gasps> that's getting almost engulfed by this uh, sphere yeah. of influence. It's it's roughly in this capacity. So we should probably pull. Sorry, I wish out. there was a easier way, but um, but yeah. And then as as that kind of uh, happens, and you guys are kind of shocked by him tumbling to the ground, all of a sudden the crystal in the center begins to crackle with light and energy and a form appears above the crystal and you can see like kind of bluish gray skin and some curling horns and a flowing robe and it takes you a moment but you guys see someone that you have only seen in a memory Hmm. floating above the crystal is a tiefling, Fortune. Oh! That you recall from your flashback. Oh no! That you watched of the hobgoblins. Wait, and why do I? You weren't there for that episode. Oh. That's yeah. when you were out of town. Is Fortune. <laughs> is that when she was taking <laughs> hey, pictures? Hey, he said. Of he said you listened to that episode. So is I he... did, but you guys weren't memorable, I guess. Whoa! Shots fired. Is that when, Mika? Is that when you were taking pictures now we're gonna be of puppies? Fighting. No, I think that's when I was doing the wedding dress shopping. Yes. Oh. Yep. Um. Okay, and so, but there's one other thing that you guys notice about Fortune. Before anything else kind of rolls out. Uh, That may have largely gone unnoticed until now that you can see her in the flesh. She bears a striking resemblance to the Countess. Oh, no. That explains a lot. Countess was an elf. She is a half elf. You gotta start telling us what these other halves are, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did the countess have horns? No. No. And she was bald, right? So mm-hmm. yes. like how was she even concealing that? Concealer. Is she wearing like a, a Just put a cap? lump of that on top of your horn? It's gone. There may be another additional explanation. But there's no time for that now because the fortune, the the tiefling warlock, if you'll recall correctly, uh raises her hand into the air and she says hello wolves are we supposed to talk to her (laughs) is the combat still happening wait does Gorbel actually know about fortune uh yeah you would have been there and saw it would we know her name yes you would all know her name you would have felt probably from seeing that vision it was very immersive, if you'll recall. Mm-hmm. So it would have been, it would have been almost as if you were going along for the journey, since you were seeing it through the eyes of the uh, of the people involved. Okay. Fortune, like is that you? 
It is I, Fortune. Thank you for coming here on such short notice. Anyway, this is all part of the final purpose, and so I'm sure you understand what has to happen here today. No. Nope. No, no. I do. No. no. I don't. I don't. Please Mm-mm. catch us up. Fill us in. This would probably be very painful. And she raises her other hand, and everyone, you're going to re-roll initiative. Mm. Fortune, no! 17. 14. Fortune favors the bold and sassy, which is a barbecue sauce. (laughs) We can opt to not go first, I think it's sweet and sassy. Or Fortune like, favors like the sweet 20, baby race. There's a lot of barbecue sauces, Mika. <laughs> <laughs> a lot that are sassy. There's definitely a bold and sassy somewhere. Willem, what'd you get? 30. 30. All Jesus. Right. Oh, good. P- Pinwin, you got 23? Yes. Okay. Rolled Jeez, a nat Willem. 20. Wowza. You have a plus 10? I have a plus 10 you to initiative. You are a faulty dude. <laughs> I am a whore. You're a whore for starting battles, I guess. I feel like the last few encounters, I've just rolled completely shite. So this (laughs) is like kind of making up for it. So Fortune raises her other hand. And as I mentioned, all those platforms, for those of you who may not have been paying attention, as you can see, these platforms, they're roughly... If the platform's 30 feet, these other outcroppings and stuff like that, they're kind of up from the ground and look like deteriorated pieces of some sort of wall or something, uh, are roughly between 40 and 50 feet from the ground. So they're slightly more raised than this area here. Um, And these pillars go all the way up to the ceiling, just FYI. So they are essentially blocks. But um, <clears throat> man, they look like cute little Cheerios. So the, <laughs> don't eat them. There's just a bunch of random. They don't even look like there. There's any rhyme or reason to them. The pillars are they load bearing at all? I guess you guys might find out. Well, I mean, do they look naturally formed or like somebody built them that way? Somebody definitely built them that way. What the hell is up with that? <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not part of the. Like the aesthetic of the cave. It looks like the the leftovers of a SpaghettiO can. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. And a Petri dish. Seth, what happens if we all die? The campaign's over. Oh. Oh. Or it begins in the afterlife. That'd suck. Unless we came back as, like, frickin' ghosts. (laughs) And then we, we save the world via ghosting. Pinwin... You're up here in the air, just imagine. Um, and then the three of you are roughly in this area, and you're, the enemies are kind of arrayed around here um, as you were kind of blasting them. And Fortune is right here, floating above the crystal. And Fortune is actually going to point a finger after raising her hands up. Sorry, she raises her hands up, and you guys can see here, here, and somewhere over here, these little lights blink to life. That's never They look good. like little lanterns. Little. They kind of have a mist coming off of them. Oh, God. And you guys remember that these are the death lanterns that you encountered in the God's Valley. Oh, no. And you remember that they're extremely dangerous and change positions seemingly at random. 
How did we deal with them? Yeah, how did we? You avoided them. Oh, so you can't just straight up destroy I th- them? Yeah, I thought we did. I thought someone destroyed them. No, one. Y- you were unable to destroy them. They, so as an aside, we can don't have to put this in here. Uh, the Death Lanterns, what, what happened previously is it seems like maybe every round or every two rounds, they float up in the air and kind of like mix around and then drop randomly in spots. And they then every half round, they move one space towards you. And if they reach you, your HP drops to zero. So you guys just avoided them for the, for the most part. You tried to attack them, saw that it was ineffective, but... Okay, yeah, yeah that's good to know we can't attack them. How do we and know where they're going to go, though? We don't know where they're going to go. That's part of the so issue. So we can't avoid them. You can. They won't. They won't drop right next to you. Is the is the only rule. They they can't drop right next to you, but they can drop very close. <clears throat> and we also you... have this wall of seemingly disintegration energy closing in on us. Yes, it is. Sorry, that doesn't help you at all. <laughs> Me holding. I, I I I keep going to point <laughs> at the screen as well. Like um, okay, so I'm right here. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so yes, roughly, you guys can still see right. Yes. Yeah. Roughly about how many squares area, out? How many squares out from the platform? So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten squares out from the platform. Okay. Right and here. when it moved, were we able to discern what amount of space it moved? It in? looked like it moved about ten feet. Oh yeah. shit! Okay. So two squares each time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Why didn't you just cast the dead lanterns right by us? What? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, this is Tomar wants to die when you're watching a movie and you're like, this is the obvious thing. Why didn't they go outside instead of up the stairs when the killer was chasing them? But I keep mean, in we're mind, in all they different can, directions. They can reconfigure themselves mm-hmm. seemingly whenever they want. So, yeah, Tomar I mean, just wants if, to if die. If I were casting them, I'd just be like, I'm putting it next to Gorbel <laughs> and she will die now, you know? But I don't know how they work. I just the the implication is that you guys will have to move around on this map a little bit. I know. But, um, I know. I, I just I was just commenting, doing the douchey. Why didn't they go outside and send up the stairs? <laughs> um. All right. So uh, after the death lanterns are summoned, you guys watch as the uh, the dome moves in. <laughs> 10 feet closer slash two squares closer and some of the uh, there you can see like a little plant that was or a little weed that was sticking through the stone <laughs> completely obliterated as it does. Fortune points a finger at you, Pinwin, and I'm going to need you to give me a charisma save. It was literally the worst I could get. Okay. And charisma save. 16? 16. All right, Pinwin, you are you watch as a like a beam of energy comes out of her finger and hits you right in the chest, and you take one hundred points of necrotic damage. Damn! Oh, my goodness! And I will exclaim, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> Would that knock me on the floor? Uh, it does think? not knock you on the floor. Okay. And it turns you into a necrophile. Well, is that a concentration spell? Fly? Yes. Um, 
No, it okay. is. No, it is. Concentration. It is? it is. Where did you see? Concentration up to ten minutes. I'm overwhelmed okay. as hell. I feel like Pinwin's gonna die. Can I do a Lady Stoneheart somehow in this campaign? <laughs> so Pinwin, you're going to need to give me a Constitution save. Okay. Yeah, fifteen. Fifteen. So you do save, and uh, so you do continue to fly. Pinwin, your concentration remains. You're still holding on, but that was a very, very painful blow right through the chest, mm -hmm. and you can feel that your skin is like bubbling underneath it from the, that spell attack, uh, from underneath your like the blown away bits of your <laughs> shirt. Um, Willem, it is now your turn, and uh, Pinwin, you're on deck. Can I? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was yes. Can can we discern that Fortune is corporeal, or does she look? Uh, like a ghost. For now, it seems she is corporeal. I'm gonna take aim at that bitch. Okay. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. Shit. 26. 26 hits. Nice. Uh, that is a 14. 14, all right, so 14, the arrow flies true and s like slinks right across her cheek, slicing a nice uh, semi-deep little notch in her flesh. And uh, Fortune like looks down from where she was just staring at Pinwin and stares at you, Willem, and says, that's not very nice to do. I'm trying to move this along as fast as possible. And now it is Pinwin's turn. Okay. Um, what are the little loafs that are on the board again? Loafs. <laughs> uh, those, are, those are platforms that are kind of, they're about 40 to 50 feet uh, off the ground. So, uh, so they're just slightly higher up than the, than the platform here in the center. They're just kind of like rocky. They look like they at one point were part of some sort of structure mm -hmm. and they look much older than the platform itself. The platform definitely seems to be the newest thing in the room, but it is still very old. Where are the lasers? Uh, Floor lasers? It, oh, the, the, it's a big dome. So imagine just like a big cage around you guys. Oh, and right now it is he here, kind of arcing around this way. So getting closer and closer to you guys. Oh my God. Um, well, after getting very badly damaged, I'm going to quickly fly down and try to kind of Hide behind a pillar. Which pillar would you like to hide behind? Um, well, I probably want to be kind of close. So maybe the one top right of that platform. Well, keep in mind you have right here. there. Yeah. I would just. You have the range of your bow too. Like you don't have to be close if you don't want to be. Right. So. Um, and 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 just to, just for everybody's sake and remembering, these do go all the way up to the ceiling, so you wouldn't have to like fly down or anything like that. Like you could just fly straight and get behind one of them. Okay. Um. You know, I guess that might be good because of the friggin' well, the dome laser thing. That's came true. From the, the dome is too. well. The dome is coming from everywhere and it's closing in. Yeah. It's not coming from the ceiling. So yeah, that's a reason why you wouldn't want to be too far, I guess. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead. Can I? Ca I can cast a spell. Can the flying down? Oh yeah, I'm not going to fly down. You can cast a spell that's not concentration. Let me redo that. Otherwise, turn. you fall. So if you were gonna go there, it would be roughly one, two, three, four, 
you'd be looking at about 25 feet of movement, and I think, what do you have, like, 60 feet of flight movement? Um, yes. Yeah. So you would be almost halfway through your flight movement, so you'd be fine to get there. Okay. Um, Where are the deadlights again? Uh, one is here. One is here, and one is over here. Yeah, so that'd be a good column to go to. Which one? The one I was planning? The one that Seth was pointing at, or yeah, the the far on. right one, even, if you can make it there. Um, I might, you know, I'll stick with the top right one, because that one will, I can definitely make that one, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm... Should I? I'm just gonna re-say this. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. So normally, Pinwin doesn't like back down from a fight, but he is very badly hurt. So um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to hide behind a nearby pillar. And to the top right here. Yep. And then I can't do anything else. It's not concentration really. Um. Yes, I can. Oof. <laughs> but do I? You could technically shoot at her I while you know, move. I know, but then she might target me again. I'll, um, Pinwin would do it. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take out my bow. And I'll say, favored enemy. Enemy favor. And I'm going to fire at her. Okay. Give me an attack roll, please. <sighs> Mess her up. Okay, I rolled 19. So, that'd be 42. 42 to hit? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, you hit. So the arrow... <laughs> all right, it slings right towards her. Go ahead and roll damage, please. Okay. And then... All right, so 12, 14, 18, 23, 23 damage. 23 damage, all right, so. And can I fire again? The, uh, yeah, you'll be able to. Uh, The arrow (laughs) flies across and like takes a little chunk out of her, the, fabric of her robe that she's wearing and uh, in the shoulder and you can see a little bit of blood kind of f- fly off as it le- like lances just past her. Good. So she can bleed and I'll go again. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be... And then Tomar, you're on deck. Just FYI. Oh, right. I have advantage here too. Duh. Oh, I rolled the exact same. 26. 26 hits. All right. Mm. Six... Seven, 13, eh, 15. 15, all right, 15 damage. So another arrow, pretty much right in the same spot, just, <laughs> that was rude. And uh, she takes a bit more damage, but she's still leveling her gaze at Willem at the moment. Tomar, it's your turn. Can you make a charisma save? Yeah. That's a 24. Son of a bitch. Uh, is she within the wall of fire? 
Uh, she would be, yes. Well, no, she would be floating above it. Sorry. But it, How high it, the wall of fire floating? would be. Uh, she is floating 30 feet above the stone. The stone is about uh, 10, 15 feet tall. So she's up in the air about 45 feet. Okay. Um, I am going to use my BAM card. My, oh, oh my first last, one for this arc. Shit. Last BAM card. Um, I want to try and cast Resurrection on Lance um, and bring him back into the okay. fight. Um, I'm going to touch my hammer to the ground of the platform and I'm going to try and essentially use a divine intervention and uh, I'm going to say... Light of the Soul Forge, wash over my fallen friend, show him the true meaning of divine energy, and then uh, see what happens. All right, so <laughs> you you speak those words, and no sooner have they left your lips than things start rumbling around you guys. The platform starts to shake, and you can almost hear like a coo, coo, coo of a hammer striking an anvil and suddenly (laughs) there's a flash of light on the ground. As far as you know, something has happened. All right. That's my turn. All right. Fortune favors the Willem and she (laughs) is, (laughs) and she is going to point again. God damn it. Fucking phone. Uh, um, I'm sorry. One sec. Are the cultists still hanging out too? They haven't moved ever since all of this went down. The minute Fortune showed up, the cultists just stopped. Do they still have a turn in the initiative? No. Huh. So they were unaffected when she got hit? Nothing changed. They were, they were unaffected when she got hit, yes. So that at the end of each of their turns, they would have been taking wall of fire damage. But if they're not in combat, I'm not sure what's supposed to happen. Because they're technically they're just still... Gonna conti- yeah, they're just going to continually take the fire damage. Hmm. All right, Willem. She's going to point her finger at you and says, Feeble. And she blasts this energy seemingly directly at your head and I'm going to need you to give me an intelligence saving Oh throw. no. Oh, do you know? Why? It's feeble mind. That will oh. fuck you up. Oh no. You do not want to fuck this save up. Watch me. <laughs> oh god, no. He's saving against feeble mind. <laughs> oh, why are you laughing so much? <laughs> what is it? It's not good. But Do what? you have uh, inspiration at all? You have a BAM card. I do have inspiration. <laughs> Watch me roll lower. Oh, no. <laughs> You can do this. We believe in you. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's great, but it's a lot better than it was. 
Uh, that would be... 18. <sighs> Willem, you felt something grab onto your mind and almost as if it was trying to tear it asunder, but with something inside of you, you fought back and threw this spell off. You're still Woo! going to take... 31 points of psychic damage. However, the effect of the spell, the real effect of the spell, does not find you. Jeez. All right. Billy, you I should read for up feeble mind to see what it is because it is fucking nasty. I, Just uh, to ev- <laughs> it, you, it puts your intelligence at one. So, Oof. I think it's what her stag cast on uh, yeah. Rightus. Uh, on Rightus the Righteous yeah. and just made him into Sheesh. just a vegetable, essentially. Yeah, because nice. you have to keep rolling the intelligence save to pass. But if you fail it the first time, your intelligence is one. So you're like never going <laughs> to you're never going to succeed on it again. You're just going to be a veggie forever. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's, yeah, I, I rolled a 13 on that second one, and mm-hmm. I have a plus five <laughs> for my intelligence save. Mother of God. See, I, so just FYI, guys, there's some pretty drastic shit in this arsenal. I so. can tell. Be, I'm scared. <laughs> be on your guard. I think this Gorble. is how you want the campaign to end. <laughs> Gor- Gorble, it is your turn. All right, so I have some questions. Yes. First of all, um, is this wall, is it... Would it can be considered like a magical wall of force? Uh, yeah, you could probably discern okay. that it is something like that. Okay, good deal. Is the seal considered a magical item? The seal, oh, not an I, I guess define item. Would it have to be an object of? I guess technically it would be. Yeah, would it be it's a magical. Ma- it's- well, it, not just necessarily magical, but like, is it a magical item or is it something that I would be able to cast disintegrate on? Um. You can cast Disintegrate on, like, force fields and stuff. Yeah, yeah but those are, like, magical force, which uh, which I I can't do it on magical items. It isn't a an item in the sense that it's, like, an object. It is more of a, a spell itself. So you would, if, if the qualifier is item, like, it's not, like, a physical object. It's more like a created seal... That, I has, think, that is power. I think this falls right in the realm of possibility. And yes. fucking kudos for thinking of that. <laughs> okay, so here is my, here is what I'm going to fucking do. Okay. <laughs> uh, how close is, hold on, how close is the wall? Is it moving in like rapidly? Uh, it seems to move in every six seconds. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm sick of her pissed off. <laughs> All right. Just met her, already hate her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just go for it. Let's do it at 8th level. And you're casting it on I'm casting disintegrate on fortune. On fortune. Woo! Okay. Oh. No, on the seal. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. Yeah, I that's that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So you are going to cast it on the seal. So I point my finger out at her, Mm -hmm. and then I clap my hands over my head. Okay. And you focus on the seal? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, not at her. I don't don't know why I keep saying that now. Yeah, it's more intimidating for her if you... (laughs) (laughs) Psych. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Uh, can you read it for me just so I can... uh... 
kind of get the bearings on how this is going to work. A thin green ray springs from your pointing finger to a target that you can see within range. The target can be a creature, an object, or a creation of magical force, such as a wall created by Wall of Force. A creature targeted by the spell must make a dex save. On a failed save, the target takes 10d6 plus 40 force damage. The target is disintegrated if this damage leaves it with zero hit points. A disintegrated creature and everything it is wearing and carrying except magic items are reduced to a pile of fine gray dust. It can be restored to life by means of true resurrection or a wish spell. Um, This spell automatically disintegrates large or small non-magical objects or a creation of magical force. If the target is huge or large or a creation of force, the spell disintegrates a 10-foot cube portion of it. A magic item is unaffected by the spell. All right, so Gorbel, you point at the seal, and this blast of energy, like, kind of emanates because you do the clap, and and then Pinwin, you're the closest to the seal. You watch as it just, it looks like it has a bunch of cracks on it, and then suddenly, yes, blo- <laughs> blows away into gray dust, and the wall of magical energy also. Disappears. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Is Fortune good. still there? Fortune is still there. Bitch. Yeah, Gorbel. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, ah. <laughs> but yes, you have disintegrated the seal, and that actually causes Fortune to wheel her eyes right on no! you, Gorbel. No. Wait, Careful. She, can she actually She's going to try and make it empty. Right now, it's not her turn. Oh. You never let me do anything. <laughs> this is a boss. But you, they have I'm a, they have different hey, rules. I'm a boss, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you can have a point of boon for that, but uh, especially because she's about to lift her hands in the air again. Give me one second. Does it look like she's going to do a spell? It sure does. I'm gonna. Can I do counter spell? You yes. sure can attempt. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do counter spell. Don't forget I to add. You. Don't forget to add your jack of all trades to it. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, fuck yeah. I'm going to cast it at seventh level. Okay. I hate you. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> the spell seems to not work. Oh, shit. She tries to cast something. Her eyes narrow mm-hmm. as you yell back counter spell or whatever you do. <laughs> no, I, I stick with what I said. I hate you. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> I thought you were just saying that, <laughs> you know, non sequitur. Um, so yeah, she just, she looks like she attempts to cast it and then nothing happens. She looks at her own hands and then she continues to scowl at you, Gorbel. <laughs> but now it's back to the top of the order and it's Fortune's turn again. Man! She's going to hold her hands up. Greedy. Mutter under her breath. Sick. Does it look like a? Does it look like a? <laughs> it kind of looks like she's about to cast a spell. Uh, counter spell. <laughs> at what level? Let's do this one at sixth level. So fucking broken. Nothing happens as she puts her hands out, and uh, you have yelled again and broken her concentration with your counter spell. Willem, it is your turn. I'm going to cast. Phantasmal Force on Fortune. Okay. 
You craft an illusion that takes root in the mind of a creature that you can see within range. The target must make an intelligent saving throw. On a failed save, you create a phantasmal object, creature, or other visible phenomenon of your choice that is no larger than a 10-foot cube and that is perceivable only to the target for the duration. The spell has no effect on undead or constructs. So, kind of rolling the dice on her not being undead. <laughs> um... The phantasm includes sound, temperature, and other stimuli, also evident only to the creature. The target can use its action to examine the phantasm with an intelligence or investigation check against your spell save DC. If the check succeeds, the target realizes that the phantasm is an illusion and the spell ends. While the target is affected by the spell, the target treats the phantasm as if it were real. The target rationalizes any illogical outcomes from interacting with the phantasm. For example, a target attempting to walk across a phantasmal bridge that spans a chasm falls once it steps onto the bridge. If the target survives the fall, it still believes that the bridge exists and comes up with some other explanation for its fall. It was pushed, it slipped, or a strong wind may have knocked it off. An affected target is so convinced of the phantasm's reality that it can even take damage from the illusion. A phantasm created to appear as a creature can attack the target. Similarly, a phantasm created to appear as fire, a pool of acid, or lava can burn the target. Each round on your turn, the phantasm can deal 1d6 psychic damage to the target if it is in the phantasm's area or within 5 feet of the phantasm, provided that the illusion is of a creature or hazard that could logically deal damage, such as by attacking. The target perceives the damage as a type appropriate to the illusion. I love that spell. It's like Freddy Krueger, basically. Absolutely. It's fucking amazing. And uh, I'm going to conjure up Ray Elodian. All right. Rayalodian? Yep. And he's going to immediately start berating, belittling, and attacking Fortune. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, no. your spell, Willem, while well intended, does not seem to have any effect on Fortune. She doesn't seem to regard or even notice what you've attempted to conjure. The girl is undead as hell. Or then I'm going to use my BAM card to shoot her in the fucking forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, I, I uh, re recall the one rule of BAM cards is you can't use it to defeat a boss. That's fine. <laughs> can we, can okay. we take her down so to one? We'll just create some real extreme damage. All right. Um, I will allow that. So... You're going to use your BAM card? I am. All right. Describe how this shot looks. All right. So getting frustrated at trying to uh, cast this spell and seeing that she just shrugs it off, I get so enraged that I start running at her with my bow <laughs> pointed and I, uh, I do like a Legolas and I, within the last 10 to 15 feet, I slide on my knees, pull out my blue arrow, and just shoot it right at her face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so this is how this is going to work. We're just going to give it a really good amount of damage, <laughs> and we're going to say that that does 150 damage, direct shot to her face. So 
You hear the and her head is engulfed in this intense explosion of blue and red light and, and flame and smoke just kind of billows off of her and you hear and suddenly things start happening. The, the, as the smoke clears, you can see that there is a considerably sized hole in the side of Fortune's head, revealing kind of like a rotten core uh, on the oh. inside. Uh, the blood, while still red and still liquid in some respect, is a bit more stagnant than you might think. And instead of like exploding outward, it kind of dribbles down very viscously from the wound. Also, you notice as she's standing there thrashing still, the gem in the center of the platform begins to flicker. Suddenly there's a rumble everywhere and you guys watch as those platforms around, all of these begin to slowly (laughs) lift up out of the ground as what appears to be water begins to fill the room from some unknown source. Jesus. And give me one second here. And suddenly, the entire room fills with water. And you guys see this. Mom's favorite. It fills with water, but also several what appears to be magical seals appear. The death lanterns disappear. And now there is this amount of water that pretty much goes all the way up to the platform. Oh, fuck. Wow. Hey, Seth. Hey. Off topic, but is this because you were watching that show, Floor is Lava? (laughs) (laughs) It is not. Surprisingly, this is not uh, what started that. I've, this is the, one of the fights that I've been working on for, I just really like video game fights that change levels, but I've been working on this since probably the beginning of the campaign, trying to figure out where it would go perfectly. And I felt like this, this is the time for that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but that's a really good, uh, really good question. Um, and the gem becomes like, they didn't have a, a green, but the gem becomes like a green color and is still like magically like undulating. Um, and these, uh, these little seals apparently appear and you guys watch as fortune <laughs> kind of disappears out of view and goes over to this one and suddenly it starts shimmering and it looks as though she's receiving some sort of health benefit from it. Her head starts to slowly seal back closed and she looks as though a little bit of her stress and anxiety and angst has uh, abated a little bit. Pinwin, it's your turn. We're doomed. Okay, um, question. So, I'm trying... What? Did Ura say that when the seal is broken that then the dragon's released? The gold dragon? Then it's free? Is that said, it? said a seal, though you're not certain whether or not that seal that was in the ceiling is the same seal. <laughs> um, it's a ceiling seal. Ceiling mm-hmm. seal. Okay, so... Mm, 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 mm. 
Is there anything else that looks similar to a seal, or did that seem pretty seal-like, like the most seal-like That seemed thing? pretty seal-like. You would assume that, based on what you can see, uh, if that wasn't the right seal, it is either not here or hidden. Mm, okay. I'm going to cast... So I'm going to cast Sending to Ura and see... Well, hold on. First, before I do that, did you... Is the door closed in this room? Did it close behind us? Or was it just an uh, open door? No, it did close behind you guys. Okay. Mm. You know, uh, I'm still going to do it. I'll cast Sending to Ura, and I'll just say, Hi, it's Pinwin. <laughs> Is the dragon freed? We need your help. Love, Pinwin. And the pixie receives the message, but you watch as it f- f- it goes towards the ceiling, and it looks like it can't quite get through. And it, like, pounds its little fists on the ceiling and then looks down at you frustrated and then f- disappears. Oh, man. Oh, I kind of wasted that turn then. Shoot. And... Okay. Then I'm going to go ahead and I guess I'll just do... Wait, can I cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action right now? Would that count? Or since I already casted a spell. Yes. It's a concentration spell. Oh, I'm flying. Fuck! Flying! Was sending a concentration spell? I don't think so. No. Okay. Then, with my lack of options at the moment, I think I'm going to go ahead and I will just... um, Actually... Boons Are you take. able to do any other actions after you cast a spell? Bonus like action. Shoot. Was his message uh, or a sending is a full action? A bo- you can't do an attack. Oh, okay. So I am donezo. All right, Tomar, it is your turn. Uh, who all is it within like a thirty foot radius of me? Uh, it would be Gorbel and Willem because they're you guys are all still about here because Willem's like around here now and you two are right here. All right, I'm gonna yell to Pinwin. Get by me! And then I'm gonna um, I'm gonna raise the long beard up and I'm gonna spin it in an arc, kind of like Hersteg's uh, whirlwind <laughs> spell, uh, and uh, uh, a golden radiant force emanates from me in a 30 foot radius. Okay. And everyone, I'm casting Holy Aura, and for the duration, everyone has uh, advantage on all saving throws, and other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against us until the spell ends. In addition, when a fiend or an undead hits an affected creature with a melee attack, the aura flashes with brilliant light. The attacker must succeed on a constitution saving throw or be blinded until the spell ends. So... As long as you guys stay within 30 feet of me, you're going to have advantage on all saving throws. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And that is my turn. All right. As, uh, so Gorbel, you are right here. Um, as you are, before you get a chance to do anything, you hear a sound. And suddenly from behind you, I'm going to need you to give me a dex save. With advantage. You got it. And the plus three? 
No, it's a save. Just kidding. Not plus three. This is higher. I can't believe. Oh my god. No. Good? No. No. That was a one and a four. No. Do you have four. other inspiration? Nope. You can bardic inspiration yourself. At this point? Yeah, before you know the results of whether or not you succeeded or failed. Inspire yourself. Okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to bardic inspiration myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you look down at your own flex? She pulls out her mirror and flexes into it. Guest on. <laughs> 22. 22. Okay. Wow. Um so yeah, you hear a <laughs> And you turn just in time to see this large, what appears to be a sh like a almost bladed tentacle come flying out of the water and slap down oh, on no. the platform and you sh wow. jump out to the side. Oh, and shit. you can see that this is a long tendril and almost reaches up to the crystal itself. Ah, oh, crap. And you, it, like, it like looks like it's like grabbing for something. It's got these like little little like almost like finger like appendages on the end as well and it's like it seems like it's grabbing for something and then almost as if frustrated starts sliding back into the water <laughs> you will have an attack of opportunity Hate if that. you would prefer you don't know for I mean, sure but you can tell it's flipping you off <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i'll i'll take an attack of opportunity okay give me an attack roll is this like still I... the same round where she cast that spell at Gorble at the beginning of it? Uh, yes, it is. So then she can't do an attack of opportunity because she used her reaction for counter spell. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Gorbs. Is it the same round? Yeah, it was at the top. Oh, it was the very first was, action. Yeah, of she round. was the top. Okay. Fine. I, I guess I won't. <laughs> Just okay, so you just watch back. it <laughs> slowly slide back in. And then it is your turn, Gorbel. Okay. Um, so while all this was happening, I was getting into my bag. <laughs> okay. And I grab. It's near the top because I was just using it. But I pull out um, my bottle of Let's Special. Mm-hmm. And I figure now is a good time to try out my tattoo. All right. So I chug as much as I can stomach in one go. Oh, man. And I use my tattoo and transfer the drunkenness to Fortune. Okay, uh, all right, so you focus on Fortune and you point at her and your tattoo activates, and let's see here. Wouldn't it be funny if this wasn't oh. real and I was just really drunk? Oh, no. Uh, okay, so I rolled a natural one, and so <laughs> you watch as suddenly Fortune, standing in that glittering seal over here, suddenly starts to sway and now looks very off her game hmm? and is like, looks as though she's not quite sure what's happening. Uh, 
and it's her turn. So <laughs> unless you have something else that you can do. Well, I'm assuming it's a stretch to ask if yeah, if that's that would like, be an action. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she is now drunk. She even <laughs> hiccups a little bit, and uh, she tries to raise her hands in the air, but you guys are not sure how this is going to work. Um, and she like <laughs> kind of under her breath and weaves her fingers through the air. And you guys see the water start to light up a little bit. And then nothing happens. All right. Willem, it's your turn. Willem. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, where is she currently? She is Fortune. here. And okay. you are here. Okay. Um, what's the gem doing or what's it been up to? It is currently green and kind of rippling energy. Um, but other than that, it hasn't been shooting out any blasts or anything like that. I'm going to try to destroy the gem. Okay. So you're going to attack it? I am. I'm going to pull out the blade of Kariki Anj. Okay. And do an overhead swing on that bastard. Okay. So you do an overhead swing. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. All right. So that's going to be a 16. A 16. It seems as you bring your blade down, it kind of like, it's just like kind of a glancing blow. You don't, it kind of like didn't feel like you got a really good swing on it. Feels like, feels like it's a bit harder than you might uh, have anticipated at first. Okay. And these seals that appeared that mm -hmm. are glowing all around the room, do those seem corporeal? Um, they, no, they're, they're not. They're very like, they're made of energy. Okay. Man, I'm going to run from my current position uh, okay. to the pillar that would be the in the top left quadrant closest to the uh, platform. Okay, this one? Yep. All right. Gotcha. And You're leaving the safety of the holy aura. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to, with my running momentum... I'm going to mm -hmm. take a leap at the pillar and uh, feet first <laughs> to get my spider slippers on that pillar and start climbing. Okay. So you guys watch as Willem jumps forward, starts racing, and then jumps off the edge of the platform feet first and <laughs> sticks right to the pillar and starts climbing up. Because I don't like being clo that close to that water. <laughs> And um, I, was really, I was really hoping that I could just, like, break the pretty thing and make all the bad <laughs> stuff go away. <laughs> um, that was a, that's a valiant effort. Um, Pinwin, it is your turn. Tomar, you're on deck. By the way, I don't know if you were paying attention, but I did yell for you to get towards me. You can ignore it all you want. I did. Okay. To do that, it wouldn't take my turn, would it? No, you can fly up to 60 feet. Okay, so yeah. I'll fly. We're down in this scenario. I'll fly down towards Tomar as far as I can go, so 60 feet. 
And then I'm gonna try something. I'm, oh. Oh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna try something, try not to hit fortune. <laughs> <laughs> as weird as that sounds. And I'm going to use my boon of high magic and try and use modify memory at ninth level. Okay. What's the save on that? Um, oof. Wisdom 19. Wisdom 19, okay. and so... Am I in Tomar's 30 feet? If you if you went down, yeah. And yeah. then, so that would... Does, does, is the quality of that spell that people have disadvantage as well? Um, Just read the spell. It's very long. You attempt to reshape another creature's memories. One creature that you can see must make a wisdom saving oh. throw. No, sorry, uh, uh, Tomar's spell. Does uh, that give disadvantage on the any target that you... Okay, that's all I wanted to know. Um, so, yes. Uh, all right, w- what was the wisdom save? 19. She would just have disadvantage on attacks against us. Okay, gotcha. So she oh, won't have disadvantage damn. right now. It appears as though your spell has no effect, Penguin. Damn it. I could have changed but her whole... It does look like it would have had something else not happened. So keep that in mind. It looks Uh as though that thing may have happened twice already. Um, Yep. Hmm. That thing you do. (laughs) Guys, I could have. Every time. At ninth level, I could have modified any memory from any time in her past. (laughs) So that was, that feels great. (laughs) <laughs> um, um, I don't. Can you do anything other than a bonus action right now? No. No. And as a bonus action, I can do it. Cry. <laughs> as a bonus action, I will sob a lot. Okay. All right. I can cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action. Okay. I guess you're not flying anymore. Yeah. So you could technically. Okay. I'll, Is that what you want to do? Yeah, I'll go ahead and cast Hunter's Mark. Okay. On Fortune, I assume? Yes. Okay, so... <laughs> you cast Hunter's Mark. And she is marked. Okay. As a hunter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, another D6, yeah. Uh, Tomar, it is your turn. All right, so the this... Uh, Hold on. Um, before it's your turn, I would be able to sense that it didn't work, right? Yes, Kay. but you were very confident that it would have worked. Yeah. You're, you're trying to figure out why that didn't work, because you felt real good about it. Okay, but I'll still make sure to yell, Never mind, fire at her. That's <laughs> 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 all good. We're just like, we can't hit her. <laughs> okay, now continue. Sorry. Um. So these Healy portals she's going to, what is the nature of them? Are they? Do they look like... Objects that can be uh, attacked in some way? They do not. They appear to be some sort of energy. Unless you could dispel them, that would be the only thing. But they can't be physically attacked. I don't mean physically attacked. But, um... They're incorporeal, if that helps. No, but (laughs) I'm going to cast (laughs) Firestorm. So the area has to be consisted of ten... 
ten-foot cubes, which you can arrange as you wish. So, basically, I'm going to paint a big area all around uh, Fortune and the area around her. Um, and everything up in there needs to make a dex save. Okay. Um, that's a 13. Okay, so... So, uh, everything there would take 28 fire damage as it okay. just flies down. Okay, so describe this spell. Uh, so I point the long beard up at the sky and it, it looks like it shoots out a fireball and then okay. it uh, just drops down. <laughs> like in, uh, you know, like how, how those old uh, 8-bit video games had a fire that would do it like a trail. Like, yeah. a like kind of at a, okay, yeah. So everything so. in that like little area in like a cluster of 10 10-foot cubes is going to be lit up with fire. Okay. And some of some of them will hit the water and sizzle, but those on the platform there, uh, they all and you can hear Fortune cry out. Anything else you would like to do? I will cast uh, as a bonus action. Can I? Could uh, I? Can on. I yell out of turn? I just wanna. I just thought of something that you could do. Well, your six seconds were up. You have to assume that all of these are going on at once, so you I will know. have to wait. I figured that's. Uh, I'll cast Healing Word oh. as a bonus okay. action on Pinwin. All right, okay. thank at you. At six level. Um, <laughs> so you heal 20 HP. Okay. All right, back. And that's my turn. Just under 100, so better. All right, so as the kind of the smoke clears from that firestorm, you can see that. There are still some elements of uh, fortune that are like, like still on fire for a moment, and they kind of pitter out slowly. And she looks very singed and burnt, and very pissed off, and very she's she's starting to get a little more hurt. Uh, So she raises her hands in the air and weaves her fingers. Is she still drunk? She is still drunk. (laughs) No, it burned the alcohol away. (laughs) Damn it, (laughs) Tamar. And everyone on the platform that's currently on the platform, so Tomar, Gorbel, and Pinwin, you are all going to need to give me... I didn't fly on the platform, though. I just fly like, down towards You him. would have had to to cast That's Hunter's true. Mark. Never mind. Okay, go on. Continue. <laughs> um, anyone who's on the platform needs to give me a charisma save at an advantage. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay. I cannot stop rolling ones. <laughs> Do you want a different D20? Natural oh. 20. Uh. <laughs> uh. What's your modifier? Six. <laughs> okay. 22. Okay. 25. All right. You guys are all fine as this, as what appears to be a, a bunch of droplets start dropping from the ceiling. Um, some of them seem to come up from the water itself. And start to fill that platform with a an obscuring mist. However, you guys are largely unaffected by it, and it slowly dissipates as 
Fortune seems to not realize quite yet how drunk she is. Gorble, give me a dexterity save. At advantage, correct? Yes. No, this one will not be at advantage. But oh, wait, no, you're in the... Sorry, yes, at advantage. Sorry, I forgot about the area. Ring of fire. It's not a ring of fire. I know, but it's fun. Ring of gold and <laughs> light. Ring, ring 24. Of gold and light, not fire. 24. Another tendril. <laughs> Slaps up onto the platform Another and you avoid one. it soundly. She wants uh. your nuts, dude. <laughs> can I react to this one? You can. Okay. Man, Willem is scared of that shit. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't even. Shoot, I don't even know what a good reaction for this is. Um, or attack Poop your of pants. opportunity. She just stabs it. <laughs> You can only do an attack of opportunity with a weapon, I think, unless you yeah. have a warcaster. So I guess I guess I'm gonna use my wolf blood blade okay. because that's Werewolf what I want to do. <laughs> and I have an advantage on attacks as well. Yes, right now. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, why? Why would you have advantage on attacks? Wouldn't because of that ring, or is that on saving? Oh, that was it's just, just saving on saving throws. throws. Sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah. So no, just a normal one. Well, I rolled those at the same time, so choose I'll the take better the one. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Your blade slices down towards the the tendril that is slowly trying to slip back into the water. Could I possibly get an obedient little tendril that follows me around? <laughs> That's an interesting question. Is it possible? I mean, anything's possible in this game. I want to know where the fuck that thing was before the water filled it the room. It is the water. Is, La- <laughs> is Lance okay? Oh my god, is this Lance? <laughs> he's Lance? just floating face down in the water. Yeah, he's, he's drowned <laughs> moments ago. <laughs> he was like, I'm back! Oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm I free! <laughs> my legs! That's Gosh, why great. am I so good at rolling ones? Five. Five damage. So you clink, you actually end up like severing just one of those tiny little finger-like appendages that Aww. are off of the off the side. It kind of flops around and then kind of dissolves <laughs> Cute. as it slides back into the water. <laughs> but now it is your turn, Gorble. I feel like this is one of the worst things you could do to a drunk person. <laughs> Shake them. ugly. Spin I'm the room. To, basically, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Okay. And I'm going to really mess up her mind. Okay. And how are you going to do that? So I'm going to... I'm going to whisper into the air towards towards her, racking her with terrible pain. What are you going to say? I'm going to... uh, What am I going to tell her? Your mother never loved you. (laughs) You look better without horns. (laughs) This was a bad choice. That's what you're going to say? What's the save on that? It it is a wisdom save of 19. Oh, yeah. She doesn't save against that. So uh, (laughs) what's the uh, what's the damage? 66. Nice. Dibbity dibbity dizam. 
25. 25. All right. So she, she starts grabbing her head <laughs> as something is obviously torturing her quite badly. Giving her a massive splitting headache and a, uh, a uh, very severe insecurity complex. Um, <laughs> uh, Willem, I need you to give me a dex save. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. All right, so you watch as a tendril starts, like, twists its way up around the pillar coming right after you out of the no, water. No, 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 and no, you no, are, no. And you are able to leap up slightly as it as it comes up, flashes up, and then sl- misses you, and you land back on the pillar, and it slowly starts sliding back down, giving you an attack of opportunity if you would like to take it. I'm going to swipe at it with Ariki Kanj. All right. Give me the attack roll. 20. 20 hits. Nice. That's twice that I've rolled an 8 on a d8 today. Nice. Um, it's 15. 15. All right. So you strike down with Kariki Anj and you chop a nice little slice deep into this thick tendril. And you can, you watch it kind of like undulate as it slowly slides back down the the uh, the pillar and looking like you uh, actually did a decent amount of damage to it right there. It's what you get, you creepy little shit. And Fortune, now standing in that in that uh, seal still, you can watch as light sort of like flickers onto her and she seems like she's restored a little bit more of her uh, energy, even though the, uh, the the grievous wounds she's just received, she puts her hands up, almost as if praying, and starts muttering under her breath, and begins to cast a spell, when suddenly <laughs> you guys watch as the shadow of wings yeah. appears in front of you, and Lance yells, counterspell! And <laughs> her spell fades and lands yeah! with full wings is floating there <laughs> right here and fortune seems very frustrated by this and lance kind of looks over at you willem since you're the closest and he just winks at you <laughs> and willem it is your turn seeing lance and getting super excited about him flying I'm going to leap at him. Okay. <laughs> okay, her stag. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and grab him by the legs. Okay. And upon success, I would like to plant my feet on the bottoms of his feet. <laughs> okay. uh, give me acrobatics, Fun. please. Cause that's a that's a ten foot leap, so we'll we'll see. That's probably That'd not too bad so for you. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I have a plus seventeen to acrobatics, and I just rolled a nineteen. So <laughs> yeah, it works. So you guys watch as Willem just without prompt just immediately leaps off of the pillar, grabs uh, Lance around the legs, and f- basically fuses the bottom of his feet to Lance's feet, and Lance just kind of looks down at you, Willem. Hello. Hey, man, thanks for the ride. 
and then I'm gonna action surge. <laughs> and then and then I'm gonna action surge and I'm gonna okay. shoot at Fortune with my bow. Okay, alright, give me an attack roll. Yep. Twenty-seven. That hits. Fourteen. Fourteen, alright. You blast her right in the shoulder and <laughs> she cries out in pain. Excellent. And that's my turn. Alright. Pinwin, it is your turn. I wouldn't be able to discern with that stone. So since the modify memory failed, would I be able to tell if it's because her memory has been modified previously from a spell or from the stone in her head? That is a very good question, um, but there's a much more mechanical reason for that. It feels like to me, and I don't want a metagame, but the way Seth was kind of saying it implied to me like she used one of her resistances, like her yes. legendary auto resistances, because he said it would have worked otherwise. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. You know what? That hand of yours has really become a problem, and I'm going to try ensnaring strike at eighth level. Okay. Is that a concentration spell? Yeah, do you need concentration for it? Yes, but that's okay because I'm on the platform. Correct? You have Hunter's but Mark. But you also have Hunter's Mark. Can I use my boon to hold three Hunter's Marks? Even though I haven't <sighs> casted three yet? Oh. I don't remember I how forgot, it works. I forgot that you had that. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah you'll be, you'd be able to. I will go ahead and use that F and boon. Do you need to know the <laughs> name of the boon? <laughs> uh, y- yes. <laughs> Real quick. Okay. That would be... Do, 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 do. Oh, oh wait, that's the one Boon of, of Multishot. <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right. Boon cool. of Multishot. All right. And I'm going to go ahead and... Yeah, so yeah, Ensnaring Strike 8th level. Okay. What's the save? That would be... Strength? Strength 19. Just hoping she weak as hell. Okay. Are you going to attack? Yeah. Because it doesn't activate unless the arrow hits, correct? Yes. Okay. So go ahead and roll your attack. <laughs> lucky to be lucky and have a... Wait, if I... I have to keep the lower one, right? Okay, so I rolled a one, but I have halfling luck, so... Okay, so re-roll that. Why do you have to keep the lower one? What do you mean? No, I'm... Okay, so I rolled a one. I have halfling luck. Does that... So normally I have advantage. So do I roll... Can I roll three times since I have you, lucky? Yeah, you, you re-roll okay. if you have I feel lucky. like we've it's, encountered this. I just don't remember what we decided. Yeah. Okay, thank goodness, because I rolled a two, and this is a 14, and that's much better. 27. 27 to hit? Yes. You hit. All right. So you do regular damage, oath bow damage, another d6 for Hunter's Mark. And then, and then they're insane. restrained by vines. Yes. Correct. And what is restrained condition? Let's um, double check here. Roll your me? Damage. No, he's oh. looking it up. Okay. Yeah, I better. Don't forget your extra this D6. This is going to be a lot, and I decided oh, to do it at 8th level, so that's a lot of D6. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. No, you should definitely have done this. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's a lot happening because that's 8d6 for just ensnaring strike. That's awesome. That's good. That's good Five, damage. Six. Yeah, but if so she's just conflicted. Speed becomes zero. It cannot benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against this creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Billy, now you have Could it advantage. have restrained? <laughs> Could it Sneak have restrained her hands? 
What? Would that like restrain her hands? Like I'd imagine it wrapping around no. her. I don't know. No, because it doesn't it doesn't like paralyze them. It just makes it so that they can't move from the spot. So I think sure. essentially it, it grabs them around the legs. Okay. That's okay. Okay. It's counting time. And I rolled the highest D eight I can. So D eight plus five. So thirteen. Forty eight. So forty eight damage? Yes. Damn. Alright, so you <laughs> blast her with this attack. Like and it gets her right in the chest, right in the collarbone area, and it sticks out of it. And she's just like, oh, oh that's not cool. Oh. You can shoot her again. It's very cool, Pinwin. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I thought. And this time I'm going to shoot at her hand specifically if I can. Okay. Uh, that'll be a higher DC to hit. That's okay. <laughs> I try. Uh, that's not as good. 23? 23 does not hit the hand. Mm. Does it hit anything? <laughs> no, it kind of gets close to hitting the hand, but kind of sails right by. Okay, that's okay. Um, but you have already done some pretty grievous damage. Yes. Tomar, it is your turn. Make a dex save at disadvantage. Ooh. That would be a, an 11. All right, I'm going to weave some of the golden energy around me so it coalesces around the hammer, and I'm going to shoot it up towards her. And then it's going to arc down and land on her with Sacred Flame. And that is radiant damage, correct? Yes. Okay. And that's 21 radiant damage. All right. So it seems to be a bit more effective than what it normally would be as she cries out in pain as this blast hits her. Hit her with light! <laughs> light <laughs> this bitch up! And she's like, ugh, ugh. She starts to sort of, like, cower for a moment and then kind of stands upright and then her eyes get serious. Her arms drop by her side and she says, no. And everyone who's on the platform, so everybody but Willem and Lance, I need you guys to give me a charisma save. Did she just Neo everybody? <laughs> no. Add advantage too. Yeah, you guys have advantage. Nice, okay. I just got a 16. 25. 23. 23. Pinwin, what was yours? Um, 25. And Tomar, yours was 16? Yes. Mm. All right. A blast just basically explodes out of the gem of greenish light and hits all of you guys. And Pinwin and, and Gorbel, you guys are going to take... Fifty-six damage. Prior to this, damn, was that like actually? Did we actually resist some of that? Yes. What kind Ooh. of damage? Tom uh, it is radiant damage, and sorry, not radiant damage, uh, necrotic damage. And Tomar, you are going to take one hundred and twelve damage. Actually, I'm going to take fifty-six damage. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Because nice. Agarman's vestments fucking absorb that shit. But also, because you failed the save, you are suddenly blasted backward off of the platform, f forced back, and you are also 
paralyzed. <gasps> in water? And you fall into the water and begin to sink oh. towards the bottom. Bitch. Fuck. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Mm. Was his Gorble, it's your turn. Question, was his healing spirit still going before? I didn't have any healing spirit going. You you did. You I cast had holy it. aura oh, holy and then aura. a healing word on you. Healing word. So that was a one-time thing? Yeah. Poop. Okay. And then for your benefit, Tomar, uh, and mine. <laughs> Paralyzed, uh, you're incapacitated, cannot move or speak. You automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the uh, against you. I see. Um, it. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. And and then just so you guys know, any attack that hits the creature is critical if it's within five feet. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> so seeing Tomar just go all limp noodle into the water, I. Have a question. <laughs> All right. I turn to my god and I say, "Do my sandals work in the water for swimming stuff?" Your god. You. Me? You. Uh, yeah, you can use them. I mean. I mean, will they? Will they increase oh, my speed in the water? No, they will not. Well, that's stupid. I guess these are not my favorite item anymore. Um. But nevertheless, I dive in. Perfect form. Okay, so you drop thirty feet. You still have some. Uh, you still have some space, and it looks like it's a lot deeper than it was before. Uh, it's almost as if the bottom of the cavern dropped way lower, and so this water is much, oh. much deeper. You can see Tomar's form, basically barreling down through the water, and you can also see there's a big dark shape that seems to be moving toward it. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, another question. Mm-hmm. So I have the boon of speed. Okay. Which increases my speed by 30 feet mm-hmm. as a bonus action. Does that work in swimming? That will work under any terrain. Okay, I use that for my swim. Okay. To get to Tomar. All right. You would be able to reach him in that time if you really trucked along there. I'm trucking. Okay, so you, like an arrow, through the water, and you reach Tomar. Yes. So, I, um, he can't do anything. My God. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) We're screwed. I kind of, like, swim up and kind of get him on my back, and I'm holding one of his arms over my shoulder, Mm -hmm. and then I'm swimming as fast as I can. To get us to air. Yeah, you would be basically, like, in that spot at the end of the turn because of how much you, like, you used getting there and then and uh, getting to him. However, I need you to give me a dex save at a disadvantage, Gorbel. (laughs) Oh, wait. If you're paralyzed, is is your spell still going on? Um... I can't take actions or reactions. Is it a concentration spell? It is, but it doesn't say that being paralyzed breaks concentration. It doesn't. Mm. Because I can still make wisdom saves and all that stuff. Yeah, so uh, I might just have you do a uh, concentration save. 
I should do my constitution save. For Sorry, constitution save, yeah. Let's see if I maintain concentration when I got hit. Do it! Yep. Woo! So I'm just, I can't move, but I'm still like imagining so you, a holy aura around me. <laughs> so yeah, you can, yeah, you can tell that Gorbel is in, you know, in this situation. Gorbel, you will not have disadvantage on this. It'll so I'll cancel just have out. Regular, mm-hmm. regular times. Okay. <laughs> and and what was this? Uh, this is Dex save. Oh. F- Fart in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to use another bardic inspiration on myself. I'm touching myself with inspiration. (laughs) This whole battle. Okay. So here I go using that again. (laughs) Let me get my. Let me get my D12. So I don't get us killed. Oh my god, thank you, Lord. Finally, a good one. Woo! Okay. What'd you get? Let me do my math real quick. Okay, 28. 28. All right. right. So you are able to just barely, like, kind of pirouette out of the way as this tentacle comes sliding almost like a like a jab at you through the water. And it doesn't seem like speed is impeded here underwater for it. Um, and you can hear like a from, from beyond as it sounds angry that it missed. And as it starts to pull its hand back, you notice that before on land, it was much slower here. It's very quick. You will get an attack of opportunity if you would like. What the fuck am I supposed to? Have you ever tried to use a sword underwater? (laughs) It does. It has to be a weapon. Yes. <laughs> unless you have, um, unless you have like some sort of. I have like some cantrips in my in my can't, actions. Can't do it no. if it's not warcaster. Boo hiss. Boo, yeah, that's hiss. what it was. If you, if you have warcaster, you'd be able to. Mm. You can hit the thing or not hit it. I'm just gonna hit it. Gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're gonna swing down. It will be at disadvantage because you are underwater. That wouldn't cancel out. Oh, oh that's not no, attacks, that's not, is yeah. it? No. Or is that, does that count for No, attack? it's just saves. Okay. So it's just regular. No, it's disadvantage. I'm sorry. I will keep up eventually. <laughs> it's all right. A lot, of, a lot of moving parts right now. Oh my God. I did it for the second time today. I rolled double ones. Snake mm. eyes. <laughs> uh, Save <the> me. <laughs> Come out. So, <laughs> so <laughs> because it was so quick and so fast, you kind of lost your momentum to swing and instead uh, you actually ended up dropping like a little bit lower than you intended to. You drop about 10 foot lower, but nothing worse than that happens, but you didn't hit it at all. It just kind of adjusted. You had to stop like treading water and you actually descended. You ascended downly um, 10 feet. Hmm. But they're not at the bottom. That mistake again, I think to myself as I put my wolf blood blade away. And uh, Willem, it's your turn. <laughs> you swing at the creature and somehow stab yourself in the back. <laughs> yeah, I could have been a lot meaner with it, I guess. But <laughs> I, know. I thought I was actually going to drop the sword. Oh, that would be awful. I thought about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I assume we're still flying. Are we hovering yep. in place? Yep. yep, just in one spot, right here. Sweet. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna keep unloading into her face. <laughs> yep. God damn it. No uh, all right, go ahead and give me uh, <laughs> an attack roll. Yep. I said what I meant. <clears throat> and I have advantage now. So I'm gonna take that one, and that'll be 26. 26 hits. Excellent. And since I have advantage, yeah, that counts as a sneak attack. Go ahead and give me some damage. Let me get the pretty ones. <laughs> I'm up to 8d6 now for my sneak attack. Woo! Oh, Jesus. Yowch. 37. 37 damage. So you get her right in the neck. She just... Go ahead and get your next attack if you'd like. I would. Extra attack. That's a 28. That hits. Excellent. And here... Oh, you can only do sneak attack once yeah, per round, yeah. can't you? <laughs> That was pretty good. 11 damage. 11 damage. All right. So as that second attack hits, this one hits like right underneath her rib cage, um, and it, it looks a little bit more shallow than the other one, but it definitely seems to have affected her quite a bit. And suddenly she's shaking in the middle of this circle. And Pinwin, since you are still on the platform, you see... The crystal starts to flicker once again. Uh-oh. Phase three, guys. Phase three. <laughs> and suddenly it transforms into like a flaming red and yellow color. And the water around you guys begins to bubble. Oh, no. Gorbel and Tomar, I'm going to need you to give me constitution saves. Oh. At advantage? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, come on, guys. See if I can hit those double ones again. 26. <laughs> All right. We got one. Oh, what is my constitution? I rarely use that one. Oh, it's not good. Um, <laughs> 18. 18. Seems to be enough for both of you guys. <gasps> To resist, well, Tomar, this probably wouldn't have affected you as much anyway, but Gorbel, you were able to resist as this water suddenly becomes very, very hot. And <laughs> you also see the dark shape in the distance kind of... <laughs> and looks like it disappears all of a sudden as if it needed to get the fuck out of there. Nobody it actually boiling water. wouldn't have affected me at all. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I, I didn't think about that till actually after I had you roll, but... It's like taking um, a nice skinny dip in a pool. <laughs> but Gorbel, it would, yes, it would have affected. It would hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> and now the water begins to bubble rapidly, um, which actually forces you guys to rise a bit. <laughs> And, Ride those bubbles. And you guys actually are projected upwards to the, and you crest in the water, and suddenly. 
Well, it's like when you're boiling beans. At least you don't have to swim. You're just beans. Am I uh, paralyzed for a certain duration, or do I make saves? Uh, you'll make a save on your next round, or okay. in your next turn. Suddenly, the the uh, dungeon has shifted. Suddenly, I peed. And Whoa. everything is on fire. This is my domain. As you guys crest, though everything seems to, like, the bubbling turns into flames, and you guys are just able, we'll say, get onto the platform as it changes. But as you touch the platform, your, the water on your bodies sizzles as if the platform itself is extremely hot. Smoke starts billowing out everywhere, kind of obscuring the area, and it's hard to breathe. As you guys stand there, you guys realize that all of you in this room, everything that you are going to do in the next phase will be at a disadvantage because it's so incredibly hot in here. It's so hard to concentrate on anything other than the extreme heat and flames that are slowly rising up out of the floor. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Does that count towards me? Maybe not. <laughs> I'm only Probably wearing not. sandals. <laughs> Tomar's just walking around like, what the hell is wrong with you idiots? <laughs> Can I climb on your back, Tomar? <laughs> Absolutely. You're paralyzed back. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just un- like totally unable You to become surfboard. So, why don't you guys tell me why you deserve five points of boon? I feel like we all did a lot, but it was for nothing. Yeah, a lot got blocked. I mean, I earned phase three of the combat, so we did stuff. Um, I disintegrated the seal. That was awesome. That was. But it didn't do shit. No, I will let you know that it did. (laughs) I brought Lance back to life. Yeah. You did. That was good. That's true. I I made Fortune drunk with my tattoo. Mm, Yes, you did. (laughs) I wasted my BAM card. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Um, I I'll let, protected. I'll let you know that much. I protected everyone. I was doing buffs and debuffs. Oh yeah, I was counterspelling. Pinwin restrained her, which is dope. Mm. I tried to modify her memory. It would have been super cool. I tried to plane shift her. That was my first round in combat. I tried to do plane shift. It would have just taken her to another plane and she would have had to figure out her own way back and shit. <laughs> <laughs> she would have just been fucked. But I tried to save Tomar. You did. You did, that you was did cool. save yeah. me. I don't have resistance oh. to drowning. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine if he did? Hey, does my, uh, does my fish heritage help me at all in those situations? In name only. Okay. <laughs> <Dang>. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Uh, all right. So you guys will each be bequeathed with an extra five points of boon. Whee! Yeah. So 50 Whee! was the what we were going for. Yep. All right. I hit it. Exactly. Okay. Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. Yeah. 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 
the huh. most valuable player character. You guys will vote on who deserves an extra five points of boon. And what you'll do is you'll hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person uh, that you want to vote for, just for the audience and your benefit. Willem is one, Tomar is two, Pinwin is three, and Gorbel is four. Now I will give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote after I count to three. One, two, three, vote! All right, we've got two votes for Willem, one vote for Tomar, and one vote for Gorbel. I actually meant this to be for Tomar, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> That makes so, way more sense. I am so sorry. I was like, me? So we've got, two, everybody hold them up again, the correct ones. <laughs> we've got two votes for Tomar, one vote for Willem, and one vote for Gorbel. Tomar, why'd you vote for Gorbel? She saved my life. <laughs> mm. um, you don't know if you want it to be saved. <laughs> well, I want it to be saved. Um... <laughs> And no, you don't know. Shut up. <laughs> trying to props. Paralyzed, what do you know? Uh, she saved me, and she thought to dis disintegrate that field, which was dope. I loved that. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Pinwin, why did you vote for Willem? It was so hard because everyone seriously was amazing, so I literally had to roll. But I thought it was super, super sick when he <laughs> did the acrobatic thing and then landed on Lance's <laughs> that was feet. Really cool. yes. That was so yeah. cool. I really yeah. liked that. Uh, you can have one additional point of boon, Willem, for that really Sweet. impressive thing. How close? Actually, oh. yeah, yeah, I'll do that. But How close I was going to say you? inspiration, but yeah. He wanna, oh. Hmm. You're one away, Willem? Oh! <laughs> Quick, say something funny fast. Um, <laughs> Your mom. Can I say twenty? <laughs> can I say twenty-four funnies? <laughs> Fast. Um, I will let you attempt. Um, <laughs> uh, there was Willem. an attempt. Willem, why'd you vote for Tomar? Uh, per usual, he just has a grab bag of awesome shit. He was raining down meteors like the special in Streets of Rage. Uh, he was bringing people back to life for me to fucking hang glide from. And just being an all-around badass with the buffs and debuffs. Like, just general OP, as usual. <laughs> but it's awesome. Very nice. Gorbel, why'd you vote for Tomar eventually? <laughs> <laughs> Side glance. I am sorry. <laughs> I feel like an asshole. Shade um, throw. I voted for Tomar, and it was a tough choice, but I voted for Tomar. Uh, it was super cool that he was able to bring Lance back because I think that Lance is going to be very helpful. Mm -hmm. And also, mostly because I was rolling so terribly, so the advantage really, really helped. Except in the in the cases when I was rolling natural ones. <laughs> All right, I guess that means tonight's MVPC is Tomar Iron Fist. <laughs> Woo! Take your five extra points of boon, and then you can use it towards that new boon. Do we still get anything for using BAM cards anymore, or is that done? Like I think it'll probably be done. Um... We can, I guess we can all decide on that. Or just inspiration or something. Give that boy a boon. So. Okay. 
if you used a BAM card this episode, you can have an additional three points of boon. <gasps> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Does that does that bring you up solid mm-hmm. there? Well, I'm yeah, sure does. Yeah, cool. And I'll, I'll share the list in chat here during the break. Well, that's it for tonight's episode, folks. Thanks for listening. Let's see how the Wolf Boys get out of this one. Um, and uh, girl. Uh, <laughs> wolf Boys and girls. No, Wolf Boys and girl. You're a boy. <laughs> I'm a woman. Well, in case there's other girls that come up, Fortune's a girl. We're the only boys and girl. How will the wolf gang get out of this one? Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, thanks for listening, folks. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners. Please consider checking out our Patreon. Check out the tiers. Make us warlocks. And check out our social media, like, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes. Uh, Let us know you're listening. Leave a review. We'll read it on air. That's it, though. Thank you for listening. I'm your host and DM, Seth. And this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Wolfgang, fuck. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that was Riveting. disgusting. I apologize. Riveting. Me and Mika don't do that. Just said a spelling uh, B. <laughs> a B. Oh, excuse me. Um, for- wait, wait, wait. Can we address that Tomas thinks that a spelling B is just reciting the alphabet? <laughs> hey, you don't know what I was spelling. I was spelling Epson. You never know. <laughs> Lots of words are spelled with an A and a B in succession. Abracadabra. You absterd. <laughs> we broke Seth. Oh, no. Woo! <laughs> God damn, that got me good. <laughs> I, w- I didn't even like, I was just not even really paying attention to what he was doing. <laughs> A-B-Y. I wasn't either. <laughs> who can who can recite the alphabet the best? <laughs> you know, a spelling bee. <laughs> Woo! Oh god damn. Okay, so